Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast, your one-stop shop to finding your passion and living it out right now. I'm your host, Sammy Beatrice, a college student and passion coach committed to helping you, whether you're in school or working a nine to five, find your passion that you can do every single day and help you love your life a little bit more because of it. On this podcast, you will hear from successful guests as well as solo episodes from your host, all about tips on how to find your passion and how to implement it into your life, even when you feel like you don't have enough time to. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. This week, I have on Juanita Jackson, who is a best-selling author, coach, realtor, and pastor. And we're going to chat all about your vision, getting clear on your vision, and why it is important to really hone in on who you are and who you are meant to be. So, honey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Can you give my listeners a little bit more about who you are, what you do today, and the journey for you to get to this point? So, as you forestated, I wear a lot of hats. So, I'm a pastor. I oversee several ministries. I also run a business where I am the CEO, that being a consultant and coach, helping people to get clear on their vision, understand their gift and walk in their purpose. And then I also do real estate as well. I have three adult children. I just lost a son a few days ago. So I'm regrouping and getting back into work. Let's see what else. This journey probably happened, I would say, for real, for real, in 2012 when I got divorced. And my life, my world, as I knew it, changed. And I went from no income, going through foreclosure, having to get still, really get honed in on my vision and moving into my purpose. And that's what brought me to where I am today. I love that so much. And I think that some people have big events that happen to them that really change them. Some people have small events that happen to them. So it really is just whatever life throws at you, you know, you got you to gotta work with that's it. Right. You got to make sure that you just keep chugging along. That's really, you know, it's only so much you can do. I really want to dive into the idea of vision. And I want to dive into sort yes. of what it means to you and what your perspective is on that. If you could share that first, that would be great. Sure. So vision, I believe, is a perspective of where I'm going. It's not what I see with my eyesight, with these glasses that I'm wearing. They bring us into focus of 2020 vision, right? But that only brings us to see what we can see in the natural, what's already manifested in our lives. Our vision really is the tool that's trying to propel us somewhere else futuristically. And so when you get that glimpse of what I can see that has not been manifested yet, We take that thing that has not been manifested yet and then put it on paper and begin to make that vision reality and walk through the steps of how to bring that to pass. So whatever that is, I believe our vision, our goals, our giftings, all of that really align with the purpose that we were sent to the world to do. I love that. What are your like best practices on how people could do that? I think it's still getting one with yourself. That's one thing. And really understanding what am I good at? What could I do effortlessly and that I would love to do even if I didn't get paid to do it? Because I believe when we walk in our true purpose is the thing that I could do without getting paid, but money will come find me because I love to do it. And so when we can focus in on that and what stops us, I think is the big question. What stops us from getting to that vision rather than what stops us from seeing it? 
is typically money. And so I believe if you have a vision, you put the vision in place, put a plan to it, the money will find you. And so most oftentimes we look at the thing that would stop us, which is financially, and we then allow us to keep from walking into our vision. I love that. I love that so much. I think vision just like leads your life. It allows you to see what yeah. come to be and it just brings it so much closer to you. What are some of your yeah. tips for those who are sort of struggling with the idea like they're trying to reach their vision, but they're not growing as fast as they thought they were, or they're not getting towards it as fast as they thought they were? What are some of your best tips for that? Well, the first thing I would say is take your eyes off your neighbor. Take your eyes off somebody else, what they're doing, because they're walking in their lane. And so my purpose, my vision is really about Juanita's lane. It won't be about Sammy's. It won't be about my best friend, you know, because they're on a different path. And so the only person that I need to be in competition with is myself. And so when I learned that my goal is to be my best self today is to beat what I did on yesterday. That's the only person I'm in competition with. That would be the first thing. The other thing would be just, again, getting still, understanding what it is you want from the world. What is it I'm supposed to deliver to the world? Because I believe we were all sent here with a gift and with a purpose. What is the thing that the creator, if you believe in God, I do. What is the thing that the creator, the universe, whatever you call that higher power sent you here to do? And when I get in one with that and focus on that, listen, I don't have to beat anybody else's path to it. I just have to set my own vehicle that I'm going to travel in, fill it up with gas and start moving. So the biggest thing is put the plan in place, then let's take action. One of my favorite books is from Jack Canfield, The Principles of Success. And he says in there, take 100% responsibility for yourself. So when I take that 100% responsibility, it's not my upbringing. It's not what my parents did. It's not even what my ex-husband did. It's what will one need to do for herself. I love that a lot because I think with social media nowadays and with just society, how society is sort of, it looks, it's so easy to compare yourself to others. It's so easy to say, oh, so-and-so is doing this. So I think I should do this too. Or I have to be at that point already and I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. No, we all have our own paths. We all have our own processes and it's going to take us our own amount of time to get there. And so that's beautiful. Yeah. You mentioned that when you sort of started this journey, you know, when you got divorced, but I want to know sort of like, when you were married and stuff like that, you had this idea of how you wanted your life to look. And then mm-hmm. you got divorced and obviously, you know, your whole world just changed. What was sort of the mm-hmm. way in which you said, okay, now that I don't have this piece in my life anymore, I'm going to restructure my life to look like X. So like, what was it like where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm missing something, but I'm not missing something at the same time. And you sort of have to fill that void with something else. What did that look like for you? Yeah. So for me, I think I was running from my purpose. My parents were pastors and I was absolutely never going to do that. I am not being a pastor. I'm not standing in anybody's pulpit. That is just not my cup of tea, right? Listen, that's a whole nother message right there. But I wasn't going to do it. And so my ex-husband was determined to be a pastor, right? So I'm like, oh my God, I don't even want to do this really. But Long story short is that for whatever reason, and I won't talk about his story, but he bumped his head. I'll just use that terminology. 
and walked away from the church. And then there were these people who were crushed. Was I crushed going through a divorce? Absolutely. But I think I knew for a long time that we were not in love anymore. We were just going through the rhythm of the picket fence with the the big house and the two car garage and the kids and the dog. And we're going to make it work in spite of us. Right. And so after a whole array of things that were signals to me is that this was not where I was supposed to be. Eventually, he walked away from me and our family, the church all of that. But these people were left crushed and said to me, will you teach us? Please don't leave us. And so at that point, I was like, oh my God. So I told a person who was over us at the time, I'm willing to teach, but I won't pastor. Until you find a pastor, I'll step in and do it. And I did that for a year and a half. And so finally, he said to me, everybody knows that you're the pastor except you. So we're waiting for you to figure out that this is your gift and where you're supposed to be. And once I surrendered to that, my world, everything that I wanted success, quote unquote, in life came rushing to me. And I had the opportunity from that to then, of course, start leading this church. But I also surrendering the door open where I got to be a part of Les Brown and his team. And now I'm able to teach people how to walk out their purpose. That's beautiful. That really is beautiful. So I think, like I said before, life happens to you and you just sort of got to take it mm-hmm. and just run with it. And I think that that's what you did. And, you know, with visions, it's hard because you don't know if certain things are going to occur. You're not going to know, like, when mm-hmm. you craft your vision, if you're going to get divorced or if you're going to do this, if you're going to lose your job, like all these different things like that. And I think that it's just having that openness to, like you said, surrender. To know that mm-hmm. your vision isn't set in stone, to know that yes, you have a plan, you're going to work mm-hmm. towards it. But if something happens, you may need to sort of recraft it, recreate it. And so I think that that's really yeah. amazing. I truly want to ask you, and I just talked on it, but I want to know your perspective on it in terms of when you have that block of like, oh, maybe this isn't where I'm supposed to go. Maybe this isn't what I'm meant to do. I know for me, I wanted to be a teacher all of my childhood because my mom was, my great grandma was, but then I realized that's not what I'm cut out to do. So like, what do you say to the people who are like, I'm working towards something that I know I'm not meant to do, but I'm afraid to move on to something else? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. So I think what grips all of us in life is fear. And fear is two types of fear. One is fear of the unknown. And then fear of a reality that I've made up in my head that I believe is something is going to happen. It has not happened yet, but I just believe it will. And so I tell people when you're starting out in your journey, whether you're transitioning from a career to a business or a different type of career, I called my job, for an example, I was a manager for several years for a viable healthcare practice, leaving income, which was a pretty good stable income, leaving that and going into business real estate, which is uncertain. The market's up and down. It's good right now, but you don't know what tomorrow holds is that you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring regardless. So even if I stay on my job and in management, I would tell employees, I tell people today that what I had to do as a manager is sit behind closed doors and make decisions about my staff life that they had no idea was coming. 
So you can be in your job working diligently as you want to be while somebody else is behind the scene making a decision that this may be your last day and you have no idea that that's coming. In a business, when I am working in my business, I have no idea what tomorrow is going to hold, but I know I'm in control of it. And so that's the difference is show up for yourself. You only get one chance at this thing we call life. My mentor, Mr. Les Brown says, there are so many gifts, so many visions that are in the cemetery that the world will never know. And so my goal in life for myself and for every client I meet is to propel, to help push them to be their best self in this thing called life, to leave a legacy behind that the world would know that you were here, that I put my stamp on the fact that I came through this place called life. Yes, 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 and yes, that was beautiful. I'm so just like, oh, I feel so disempowered. I want to sort of dive into a little bit of the deeper questions. And I really want to know your perspective on when you have a vision, you feel like you want to get to this place and you know, you want to achieve X, Y, and Z. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's more unconventional than your parents, your friends, your family thought that it would be. And I want to know your perspective on what do you do in those moments where your family is like, wait, what do you want to do? Or I don't think you should do Mm -hmm. that. You should do X instead or Y instead. And then you Mm -hmm. get like this fear inside of you that's like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't do that, even though it lights me up inside. What's your perspective on that? I think everybody has an opinion. My grandmother would say something totally different that I won't say on air, but everybody has an opinion and you have to realize that it is just that, an opinion. But we are unique. There is only one Sammy. There is only Juanita, one Juanita Corey Jackson. And I have been designed uniquely to walk out my own purpose. Not my grandparents, not my parents, just mine. And listen, they have or had the same opportunity to walk out theirs. And so what happens most oftentimes is other people are trying to live vicariously through you. They're trying to push their own vision. They're trying to push their own ideas onto you. I say thank you kindly, but no, thank you. I have my plate full with my own. And so I think it's just that. I think once we are empowered to know who we are, I believe we're King's kids. And listen, I get to live like royalty. And that means I get to make some decisions that the rest of the world is just not going to like. But that's okay because I'm only living for an audience of one. And through that audience of one, I believe my purpose will then reach the masses of millions. So again, I think it's letting go of that fear and realize you only get one chance at this thing called life and do what makes you happy. What makes me smile when I wake up in the morning? What makes me want to get out of bed? What keeps me up at night that I can't go to sleep is my vision and how I'm going to make that happen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Before we roll into the final question of this podcast episode, I want you to tell people where they can find you on the web. Sure. Thank you. You can find me on my website at JuanitaCoreyJackson.com. 
That's J-U-A-N-I-T-A-C-O-R-R-Y-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Want to make sure we get it all out. JuanitaCoreyJackson.com. And I am on all things social media as JuanitaCoreyJackson.com. You can find all of my books, products at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Jackson store. And all of her links will be down below. So do not worry. I want to roll into the final question of the podcast, which is the question that I've asked every single guest who has ever been on based off of the title of this podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion. What is one tip that mm-hmm. you would give those who are dreaming based off of how you have fashioned your passion? One tip that I would give is design your life uniquely to not be replicated. I am Juanita Corey Jackson. I am a visionary leader. And by design, I was born to create. And there is only one person that has my DNA that can do exactly what I can do. There are other people who can write books. There are other people who can be best-selling authors, but there can only be one Nita Corey Jackson. So design your fashion to show up in the world that everybody wants to be like you. I love that so much. Juanita, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. For those who are listening, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Screenshot you listen to the episode, tag us on Instagram, and tell us one thing you learned. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I love hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.